No one ever coasted. No one ever coasted their way to success. No one ever coasted their way to success. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Think about that. And at this time, I'll also receive this morning's tithes and offerings. Look to your word, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that the word is able, Father God, to set us free, Father God, to give us new revelation, Father God, and Father, that it is able to give us greater maturity, Father God, as we hear your word and as we do it. So, Father, we thank you, Lord, for the word this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, there are a number of songs out there today uh, that mention a name. Example, hello, Dolly, hello, Dolly. Well, nobody, no, no, no applause. I'm still wrong. Mariah, Mariah, and they call the wind. Mariah, what's your name? Is it Mary or Sue? Peggy Sue, Peggy Sue. Oh, Donna, oh, Donna. And the list goes on. We could put anybody's name in there just about. And even for Christmas, we have some songs. It has names in it. Frosty the Snowman. Or the other one, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. All right. So what's in a name? How important are names? In biblical times, a baby's name was based on a child's char characteristics or appearance. For example, Esau, you hairy kid, you. Or how about uh, Korah, little bald baby. <laughs> Get some new ones out. Okay. Some uh, babies were named after an incident uh, prior to their birth. Zachariah, God remembered. Okay. Some babies were named after an object. Tamara, the palm tree. Or Tabitha, the gazelle. Parents also named their children by the time, uh, by the time of day into which they were uh, born. Um, Shahamra means dawn. And Hodesh means the new moon. Wow. The condition of a mother also frequently inspired a name, like Naomi's two sons, Malcolm and Chelton, sickly and consumed. Wow. You don't want to be, you've got to have to watch out for these names flying out there. Jesus' name was uh, prophetic. Let's go to Matthew chapter 1. Find Matthew chapter 1. In Matthew chapter 1. And we will begin with verse 20, Matthew 1:20. But while he thought, uh, thought on these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And he shall bring 
forth his, uh, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Wow, glory to God. So it's there. Jesus saves us from our sins. So, why are there so many different names for Jesus? Uh, the name serves as a description of who Jesus is and how he worked and lived with individuals. The name of Jesus encompasses all the glory and honor due his name. Let's go to the book of John now, the book of John chapter 20. We look at verse 28, John 20, 28. And Thomas is out there. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. So Jesus was called God. Glory to God. There are several passages in the Bible along with his sinless life, miracles, and, and resurrection from the dead. And his claims to be God stands firm. Jesus, let um, me see, in, uh, boy, I printed it here wrong. Jesus named, whose uh, name speaks of unity with the Father and with the Holy Ghost. Glory to God, hallelujah. So he's called God. Philippians chapter 2. In Philippians chapter, we're going to be running all over the Bible today. Mind the old Bible that's hearing pages turn turn. Philippians chapter two. Philippians chapter two, beginning with verse nine. Wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in the earth and things that are under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So Jesus is also called Lord. Hallelujah. Um, Lord of all bestow, is bestowed upon him a name which is above every name and every tongue shall confess to the glory of the Father. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Lord. Think about these things. These are, we're looking at Jesus' name, so that if you're, if you're looking for a title, the name, the name, all right? John chapter 1, John chapter 1. We're going to be looking at uh, the meaning of Jesus' name. John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Drop down to verse 14. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So Jesus is called the Word. Hallelujah. The Word is given to us for all eternity. He stands behind his name. 
The word has been given to us to grow, to prosper. Call upon the word this morning and every morning. Amen. John chapter 4. In John chapter 4. Verse 25. John chapter 4, 25. The woman said unto him, I know that the Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. And Jesus said unto her, I, I, I that speak unto thee am he. So he is the Messiah, the long-awaited one, the one who is anointed, Father God, anointed to break every yoke of slavery, to set us free. He would deliver Israel, and, and, he, deliver, and he delivered mankind from sin and death. He bridged the gap between God and man. He's the Messiah. Go to the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 1. Revelation chapter 1. Verse 8. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. So we have two names there. Hallelujah. Alpha and Omega and Almighty. Glory to God. The first and the last. The beginning. This is God's nature. From end to end. Glory to God. He's all present. All loving. He is the Alpha and Omega. Mark chapter 10. In Mark chapter 10. Glory to God. Oops. Okay, Mark chapter 10, verse 45. For even the Son of Man came not to minister unto, but to minister and to give his life as for a ransom for, for many. The Son of Man, glory to God. And we'll go to the book of Titus. the one I want. No, I'm sorry, not Titus. Okay. Went to the wrong place. Son of man who frees and delivers from difficulty, dangers, or bondage, and paying the ransom price. Uh, we can also go to book of Job right now. Job chapter 19. 
Job chapter 19, verse 25. We see here, I know that my Redeemer liveth, and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. So he's our Redeemer. Glory to God. Give him glory and give him praise. He set us free, the Redeemer. Glory. John chapter 8. You're going to be, fingers are going to be tired unless you've got a computer. John chapter 8. In John chapter 8. John chapter 8, verse 12. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. So he's the light of the world. He lights up men. He says, whoever follows him shall not walk in darkness, but we have light. In Psalms he says, the light opens our path, gives light to our pathway. That light shows the way to forgiveness. We see that light, we know we have to get forgiveness, and then we have salvation. Amen. Glory to God. I mean, I got six pages almost of names here. You know, they say there's 700 names that can be applied to Jesus. Now, I don't have 700 of them, those. We would be here the rest of the day. John chapter 1. Going back to John chapter 1. John chapter 1. Verse 29. And the next day, John chapter 1, verse 20. The next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. The Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. The sacrifice of God for us. He saw you so valuable that he would give up his own son to have you as a son and daughter. Wow. So don't ever think yourself of no good because God saw that you were so loved that he had to give up his son to get you be part of his family. Wow, that is, that is heavy. Um, verse 36. Same place. First John, verse 36. And looking upon Jesus, he walked as he said, Behold the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He's the Lamb that's slain for us. Glory. Let's now go to, back to the book of Revelation, chapter 1. We looked at it once, but we'll look at it again. Verse 8. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the mighty. The mighty one. He is the one who is mighty. There is nothing above him that can touch him. Wow. Revelation 3. And we'll go to verse 14, Revelation 3.
verse 14, Revelation 3, 14. And to the angel of the church of Laodicea, write these things, says, saith the amen and faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. God is the creator, the ruler, existed before all creation. He made us fearfully and wonderfully made us. Uh, let's go to, well, well, I just mentioned it, so we'll go to the book of Psalms. Psalms 134. Maybe you, don't, you haven't marked it, but Psalms 134. Oh, did I write it wrong? Psalms 134. I missed it. Someplace in, in that area. <laughs> okay. First Timothy. Let's go to First Timothy. Let me circle that one. Okay, 1st Timothy, chapter 2, verse 5, 1st Timothy 2, 5. For there is one God and one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. The mediator. He represents or presents man to God. Jesus can represent a man to God, glory to God, making reconciliation possible. He took upon himself the curse. Amen. John chapter 14. In John chapter 14. Boy, I must have been going too fast. I've got a Sorry. Didn't have that one either. It's not in there. Since I'm the bread of life, okay, he's the one that nourishes and supplies us with spiritual truth. Okay, he's the only one who can satisfy our heart and feed our soul. He's the bread of life, and it's someplace in John. So, First John, let's go to First John. First John, chapter two. Verse 1, 1 John 2, 1. My little children, write these, uh, uh, my little children, these things write I unto you that ye, shall, that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He stands in the gap as an advocate. Glory. I'm glad he's on our side. He's, he's, like a, he's, he's your best lawyer that you can get. When the enemy is uh, trying to 
prove a case against you, Jesus steps in and says, no, that's not right. He cleans up our act. <laughs> Other words, glory to God. And then we go to Hebrews chapter 12. And Hebrews chapter 12, looking at verse 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Glory to God. He's the author and finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising shame, and is sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Glory to God. The author and finisher of our faith. And you go to Romans chapter uh, 12, 3. It says that he's given us the measure of faith. That measure is enough to make you more than a conqueror. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you because you have the measure of faith to put down the enemy. Amen. Glory to God. Jesus. Going to Matthew chapter 3. All the way back to Matthew. Verse 17. And a voice, and lo, a voice from heaven, saying, This is my beloved Son, whom, whom I am well pleased. God's beloved Son. Boy, that's wonderful that we have Jesus, the Son of God. And then he fulfilled the plan of redemption that we might be part of the family of God as we receive him as Lord and Savior. Glory. Hallelujah. What a blessing. Matthew chapter 9. Looking at verse 9. 15. Matthew 9, 15. And Jesus said unto, him, unto them, Can the children of the bride chamber mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come when the bridegroom shall be taken from them, and then they shall fast. He's the bridegroom. He's coming after. Well, he, he being the, bri uh, the bridegroom, that means he's, he's also the body of Christ, so he's coming, he's coming to get us all. And there's a great wedding supper awaiting us. Glory to God. Something's going to take place. Okay. First Thessalonians. For in First Thessalonians chapter one. Verse ten. First Thessalonians one ten. And to wait for his son from heaven, whom he has raised from the dead, even Jesus, which delivered us from the wrath to come. He is the deliverer. Glory to God. From the wrath to come. You don't have to worry. No sweat any longer. 
The wrath is not going to be there. You're set free. We're set free. He's delivered us. Psalms 118. Psalms 118. Verse 22. The stone which the builders refused to become the stone, headstone of the corner. He's a chief cornerstone. The one that we build ourselves upon. Build upon the word. He's the chief cornerstone. Glory to God. And we, we cannot do what they, uh, that the Jews did, reject him. He is the one who's going to set us apart. Glory to God. Go back to the book of Revelations. We're j jumping around real good. Revelation chapter 19. Revelation chapter 19, looking at verse 11. And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called faithful and true. Glory to God. And in righteousness does he judge and make war. He's faithful and true. Glory to God. There's nothing that he says is wrong. What he says, all his promises that are given to us, we can take, take and ride on. I mean, the book is full. You're, the book that you have in your hand, or the well, the tablet you have your your Bible on in, it's faithful and true. Every promise is yea and amen, or yea and so be it. Every promise. Wow. We need to start looking at some of the promises and start claiming claiming them, walking in the blessings that He gives us. Receive your covenant blessing. Don't let it go, go to waste. And you don't sing that one song, I got to walk this valley, lonesome valley. It's not lonesome. You're with God. That low, low lonesome valley. You're not there any longer. He lifts you up. Glory to God. Hallelujah. John chapter 10. In John chapter 10. Wow. Glory to God. John chapter 10. Verse 11. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. He's a good shepherd. He cares for us. With a love so great that he laid down his own life to save us. He looks for the lost sheep. If, you go, if we start to go off, he's looking for us. You mentioned that, that someone had 100 sheep and one strayed away. He went after the stray. So don't say that you know, God doesn't love you. He's looking for you if you've kind of strayed away. 
And he just picks that when he they show a picture of, of him of a shepherd picking up the lost sheep and putting it over his shoulder and carrying it. He's going to carry you. Bring you back to the fold. And you don't need to cry about it. You know, ever see heard a sheep cry out, bah, bah. And they get within the within the fold, they still kind of bah, bah, but they're you know, some of us are that way. We get, we're put back into the fold and we're still crying. There should be shouts of joy. We sang all this morning praises unto God. Praise, praise that wonderful name. And look at, this na- look at some of the names we're looking at. Like I said, you need to do a study. Seven, you, if you can get the 700 names, I'll give you something. Okay. Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4. Verse 14. Hebrews 4.14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into heaven. Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. The great high priest, he's passed into the heavens. He's paid it all. Most priests have to go continue to go over and over, but he did, did the one sacrifice, and it's, he paid the price. He sat down. It's all paid for. Glory to God. He's, he's the one that set it up. You know, that's a, that's a good way of saying things. He set you up. He set you up for success. He set you up to be more than conquerors. And he's giving you his word to follow. Amen. Glory to God. John chapter 8. John chapter 8. John chapter 8. Long chapter. Verse 58. John chapter 8, verse 58. Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Before Abraham was, I am. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The great I am. I can do anything. He says, I am the one who's all sufficient for you and me. The great I am. Before Abraham was, I am. He's waiting, waiting for us to wake up to the fact that when we call upon him, he is the great I am. The one who sets you free. The one who, who has crowned us with loving kindness given us a name to stand upon. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Okay, let's go to an Old Testament one. Let's go to the book of Isaiah chapter 7. Isaiah chapter 7. In Isaiah chapter 7, we see this one. We also see this in, in 
Verse 14, 714. Isaiah 7, verse 14. Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall, shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his, call his name Emmanuel, which is interpreted God is with us. God is with us. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. Glory. We need to understand that sometimes we get in a dark position and we don't think nobody's going to see us. He's there. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. And he's wanting us to take us out of that, that darkness. He's the light. He says, follow me. And some of us are a little bit stubborn. We put blinders on. Okay. I'll. Revelation chapter 17. Just, just two more pages. <laughs> Revelation chapter 17. Look at this one. 17. Oh, did I? Revelation 17. Oh, boy. Yeah, I didn't get 17 out of it. Thank you. Revelation 17, 14. These shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them. For he is the Lord of lords and King of kings. And they that are with him shall be called and chosen and faithful. You're called chosen and faithful. He's Lord of Lord and King of Kings. He sees you as a, a king. Where are you going to reign at in the millennium? He sees you as a, as a king and a priest. That means you'll be able to decree, decree things and have them come to pass. You can do that now. Wow, think about that. 1 Timothy chapter 1. Okay, 1 Timothy chapter 1. Verse 1, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the commandment of God our Savior and the Lord Jesus Christ, which is our hope. He is our hope. Glory to God. Hope with firm expectation. Are you ex have an expectation? I know most of us are believing, you know, if I say the rapture, we're all thinking we have firm expectation that we're going to make it. But there's other things. He secures that hope for us. All possibilities are in him. He's our hope. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Oh, glory to God. 1 Corinthians chapter 15.
beginning with verse 3, 1 Corinthians 15, 3. For I deliver unto you, the, you first of all that which I also received, how Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. Verse 4, and that he was buried and that he was rose again on the third day according to the scriptures. He is the risen Lord. Glory to God. According to scripture, he was risen. You know, we have a president that says, promises made, promises kept. Well, you look at all the promises of God up to this point. Every promise that he made has been kept. And there's a, there's a, some promises that are coming that are going to be there. He's not going to skip one of them. There's a new name written down in glory. It's your name. Promises kept. Think about it. All, this, all the word is promises made, promises will be kept. You, like they say, you can bank on it, they say. Glory to God. Since we're there in uh, 1 Corinthians, it's back up to the 10th chapter. In the 10th chapter of 1 Corinthians, verse 4, And they did drink the same spiritual drink, for they drank that of the spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. So he's the rock. He's the rock of our salvation. We don't sink on him, but we are. he's built us a perfect foundation. That foundation is found in the word as we line upon line, precept upon precept. We have that rock. Luke, go to Luke. Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2, verse 11. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Savior. The one and only Savior for all mankind. There's none other. There's no other way to the Father but through the Lord Jesus Christ. He's the Savior. Glory to God. Hallelujah. John chapter 11. Boy. Maybe I should have put them all in, in order instead of jumping around. Okay, John chapter 11. Verse 25. John 11, 25. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth on me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. He's the resurrection and life. There's that hope that we have. Glory to God. You're set free. You know, we need to, just like we sang this morning, praise the name of Jesus. Look at the name of Jesus, what it covers. Oh, glory to God. I tell you what, when you get there, you're not going to be sitting there. And you're not going to be quiet. 
And like the scripture says, shout unto God, the voice of triumph. That's what you're going to be doing, shouting, jumping. Everybody just sitting there, oh, well, I just made it to heaven, glory to God. Oh, you're going to be excited. You need, you need to wake up to that thought. Sometimes we need to wake up to know that, hey, I made it. My name's written down there. I'm not going to spend eternity in a hot spot. I mean, that's something to shout about right there. Some of us, I can look back at my past, and boy, I'm glad I'm not, that was all taken away. Thank you, Lord. John chapter 15 at this time. John chapter 15. Verse 1, I am the vine, or I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. He is the true vine. Glory to God. He's the source of life. Glory to God. He's the source of our spiritual life. Thus we need to abide in him. Glory to God. Abiding in his presence, we, we have nothing to fear. We have eternal values. He's a true vine. Well, John chapter 10. Back up a couple of chapters. John chapter 10. Verse 9. I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved. And shall go in and out and find pasture. Glory to God. He's a door. He's a doorman. You can't get by. You can't fake him out. A lot of people, you know, want to go to these concerts and stuff. They have these fake things and they could get in with their passage. But he says, no, you're faking it. You can't get in. He's a doorman. He knows you better than you know yourself. The door is open with him. John chapter 14. And we're coming to a quick close. John chapter 14. In John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus said unto them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. Jesus alone is the origin of truth and life. He's the only avenue into which we can go to heaven. And go to Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 9. This encompasses. Isaiah chapter 9, looking at verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Wow. Jesus alone is worthy. Glory to God. We need to focus on the great, greatest gift of all, the Lord Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, our Lord, our Savior, the very Son of God. He came for each and every one of us. Glory to God that we should not perish but have life 
eternal. These are just a few of the titles. Like I said, they said there, if you look, they say there's up to 700 um, that J Jesus identified himself with. Each time you read God's word, pay attention to the description of, of the name of Jesus. Each one will help you become a better, to better understand the one who loves us and came to serve us. Okay, we'll go to quiz time. Who knows the answer? One hand went up. Two hands went up. Okay, we'll, we'll read. David la acted like a crazy lunatic or a madman, insane. You'll find this in 1 Samuel chapter 21. Who did he act insane in front of, and why? He act crazy in front of the Philistines. Why? Okay, but why did he, why did he go there? He's running for his life from who? King Saul. So he went to, to the Philistine king in Gath there, and uh, he tried to find security with King Amalech, or what do you call him, Asius, of Gath. But the servants of the king reminded them that uh, David had slew many Philistines in battle, and he would become a security risk in their company. Okay. I mean, uh, and David overheard the servant speaking to the king there and uh, had to put, put himself out of harm's way and uh, had to find a way of escape. So David framed insanity and was dismi dismissed from the king's presence, okay? Um, now, where do you think David saw insanity at? King Saul was nuts. I imagine, you know, David playing, playing his harp or his ten-string instrument there, and, and all of a sudden a javelin would come in through, flying at him, and there was King Saul just foaming at the mouth. Ah! So he knew what an insane person looked like. So he faked insanity in front of the king of the Philistines. Okay. So David's plan worked and he escaped. Now here, and main reason the Philistines thought that way about not removing or not killing the a uh, insane person. It's the same thing as the American Indians found this out. The American Indians also used a tactic of framing insanity when they were approached by an enemy tribe. Now, if there's only one of them and there's, he sees a, a tribe coming down, an enemy tribe, the person would act like a crazy person. And, and the Indian had, Indians had a superstition, superstition that if you killed that idiot, 
that insane person, that that spirit would come on you or your family or your tribe so they would just back away and leave that person alone. Or they would watch that person if that person got his, into his, quote, right mind. They, then they'd wipe him out. But if he stayed crazy, they would leave that person alone. So there's a lot of superstition on pe people being insane. But praise God, you don't have to worry about it. You can cast out that demon. All right, are you ready for next week's quiz? Elijah was taken to heaven by a fiery char chariot. Elisha would be Elijah's replacement. Elisha found a man whom he would mentor like he was mentored. What was the man's name and what is he known for? 2 Kings chapter 4. And you'll see what's going on. Okay, before, before we leave, we have, some, have something for you to listen to just before we go.